0: Welcome. You're listening to sermons and talks from Providence Church in Brisbane. We believe that God speaks to us through His Word, the Bible. So we pray that as you listen, you'll be encouraged and challenged to love Jesus and live for Him. For more information about Providence Church, please visit our website, www.providencechurch.com.au. Luke chapter 2, 1 to 20. In those days... Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Cronerus was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he believed it belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about.
1: Father, we thank you for your immutable word. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your word, which is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And Father, I pray today for not only information, but revelation. May your word come alive in our hearts today, that we might leave this place rejoicing, because we have been not only challenged by the Word of God, but changed and transformed into the image of Christ. And if there's anybody here today, Father, that does not know you yet, I pray that the Spirit of God would convict their hearts and they would come to a point of true saving faith, because we ask this in the most precious and holy name, in heaven and on earth, the name of Jesus and for his sake amen now we read this morning in the gospel of Luke that it came to pass and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from who Caesar Augustus that was his title but his name was Gaius Octavius and he reigned from 27 BC to 14 AD he had the longest reign of any Roman Emperor And it was said of him that when he entered Rome, it was a city of mud. But when he left, it was a city of marble. He was an amazing emperor. And here he comes with this edict that everybody should be registered. A census, a general census in, and we read in in the whole world, well it's the whole Roman world of which he consolidated power and began to rule over the entire empire. Caesar Augustus. That was his title. Gaius Octavius was his name. Now here he comes, comes with this decree and this uh, census first took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. Now Quirinius was a military commander and a great expert in, uh, in, in combat. And Caesar Augustus placed him over the region of Syria. Now just as an aside, there are some object- objections to this. But they are overruled by other plausible explanations which I don't have time to get into now. But if you really want to know, come and see me after I do your own research on that. So... The big point I want to get out of these, the first few verses here, is that God is sovereign. He is sovereign over all. Now God has spoken because he is the king of kings and he is the Lord of lords. Caesar is lowercase L. God is uppercase L. He is the king of kings and he is the Lord of lords. And he brought about this decree. Why? So that, Joseph and Mary would leave Nazareth and go to Bethlehem and fulfill what God's powerful word, the credible word of God has said that one day there would be a child who would be born in Bethlehem. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's the one who has come to be born in Bethlehem. And in order for that to heaven, God used and raised up kings such as Alexander the Great 300 years earlier to bring about a language known as the Koine Greek or common Greek language into which the New Testament was translated into Koine Greek. God is sovereign and he's in control and so many kings and rulers and and people in the past of history have have said that they're God like Nebuchadnezzar go to Daniel chapter 4 and here you've got Nebuchadnezzar in verse 30 who says is not this great Babylon that I have built by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty. Oh, wow. You've got to be careful when you say things like that because pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And go down to verse 35 of Daniel chapter 4. And we read all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing he does that's God does according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth and none can restrain his hand or say to him what have you done Wow that speaks to me of power almighty power that is the El Shaddai that is the great I am who is who was who is to come and when God says something he will bring it to pass because he is God, and his word stands. Matthew twenty four thirty five. Heaven and earth will pass away; my words will not pass away. And we have it right here. This is an amazing book, God's powerful living word hebrews 4 12 the word of god is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even the dividing asunder of soul and spirits and joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart this word of god lives it's not just like any other book You can read it over and over and over again. I remember Dad was building a house down in um, Coffs Harbour and the builder came along. And um, as he did every morning, and G'day, Alf, and he'd look in and Dad was reading the Bible and he said, Hey, Alf, haven't you come to the end of this book yet? And Dad said, in his strong Swiss accent, Yeah, you know, Carl, I have been reading this book now for nearly 50 years and I still have not come to the end of it. Oh, Okay. But that's, isn't that an amazing book? The more and more we read and get absorbed into it, the more and more it reveals who God is, his character, his attributes of sovereignty and providence and power. So we read that this also triggered Joseph and Mary to leave Nazareth and go to Bethlehem god is in control not man proverbs chapter 21 verse 1 the king's heart the heart as you know we've got some doctors here just a small little organ is in the hand of god as rivers of water he channels it or diverts it wherever he wills god's in control caesar Augustus you've brought out this decree because I the King of Kings have said that you will usher in a decree and make sure that Joseph and Mary leave Nazareth to go to Bethlehem and doesn't that give you comfort and assurance especially in this day and age in which we live where there's so much strife in the Middle East have we heard it in our prayers earlier to pray for the peace of Jerusalem in the Middle East in the Ukraine and and the social upheavals within our world today. So much political unrest. And maybe with you today, you're in unrest in your heart, and you think, wow, or you're scared. What about me? What about... Well, what about my job? Or what about this? And what about that? Or what if I do go to one of these countries? How safe am I? Well, John 10, 28, I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone pluck them out of my hand. That's Jesus. If you know him, you are safe. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, call upon his name proverbs chapter 18 verse 10 the name of the lord is a strong tower the righteous run to it and are saved jesus christ is the same yesterday Today and forever Hebrews 13 8 he doesn't change his word doesn't change his sovereignty doesn't change he is unchangeable in his decrees when God decrees something it will happen and it came to pass God speaks and it does come to pass and that should give you and I such comfort and assurance so the place where was it Bethlehem now there were two Bethlehems in Israel at the time one is the one that we're all familiar with which is about eight kilometers south of Jerusalem but the other Bethlehem is in a place called Zabulon, a region to the north and we only ever read in the Bible of that Bethlehem once, and you can find that in Joshua chapter 19, verse 15. The only record of that Bethlehem. To Bethlehem. But once again, how good is the word of God? Micah chapter 5, verse 2 says, But you, Bethlehem, Ephrata, are the least, though you are least among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth one, Unto me, who is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth is from old, even from everlasting. There's so much in that verse. But the point I want to make here is Bethlehem Ephrathah. Now Bethlehem means what? House of bread. And Ephrathah means fruitful. So here you've got this beautiful little Bethlehem, a fruitful place. And why? Because Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem and Jesus Christ grew up he said in John chapter 6 verse 35 I am the bread of life whoever comes to me shall never hunger and whoever believes in me shall never thirst I'm the bread of life Isaiah 55 2 why do you spend for that money for that which is not bread and labor for that which does not satisfy why how many people do you know that they're out there in the world I might find it in career. I might find it in relationships I might find it by buying this and buying that hey I might find it on my holiday no you'll never find it Augustine the great theologian once said and I quote the heart of man is restless until it reposes in Thee, O Lord. And when you come to Jesus, you experience what he said in Matthew eleven twenty eight: 28. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you what? Rest for your souls. So many people searching, looking, craving for things ever searching and never able to come to him. Psalm 34a, taste and see that the Lord is good. He is so good. Taste and see. For those of you that don't know, taste and see. For those of you that do know him, taste and see. Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem in accordance with the word of God and he came into a place where you would think whoa what born in in a manger in Bethlehem well sons of kings should be born in palaces but it doesn't that show that God's plan for you and I was to come into this friendless, into this world of enmity and animosity to God. The stable is a picture of the human heart and jesus christ has come by his spirit into our hearts that's why we cry abba or daddy father because of what he has done what god has done for us for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have but have what everlasting life john 3:16 what a beautiful verse God came into this cold friendless world Joseph and Mary went everywhere um, do you have room oh please for my wife she's pregnant She's about to have a baby sorry no room no vacancies no room but once again this was all foreordained by God because your steps and mine are ordered by the Lord Psalm thirty-seven, twenty-three: Your steps and stops and closed doors, they're all ordered. That was not God's plan for Mary to have the baby in an inn or some, some uh, rest place. No. Mary, you will bring forth Jesus into this world in a manger. What is a manger? Well, it's a feeding trough. But it's interesting, and I was studying this in the original. You look at verse twelve, and it just it it comes. Well, you'd have to add the indefinite article there in the Greek. The a manger, but then when you go down to verse sixteen, you read the manger. Hey, how good is that? why is that well there were a lot of mangers in Bethlehem that time but there was only one manger in which the Son of God was laid that is Jesus Christ once again over and over and over again God's Word is so precise God guides and leads in according accordance with his divine prerogatives and he superintends things according to his will in our steps, in our stops, in our closed doors and relationships. You know, Ruth Graham, the wife of Billy Graham, probably the greatest evangelist of the 20th century, once said, I thank God that he didn't answer my prayer all the time the way that I wanted him to, because if he had, I would have married the wrong man over a number of times. Praise God for those closed doors. Praise Him for those, because you'll know that He will open the right door for you in the right and at the right time. Now let's move on down to verse eight. They were in that same region, shepherds in their fields, keeping watch over their sheep by night. And suddenly, out of nowhere, what happened? An angel stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were scared out of their wits. Whoa, well, well, I would be too. Here you are, you're just talking about things and looking after your sheep and next minute to be blasted with this wonderful glory of God through the angels. Isn't it beautiful how God chose to reveal this message to not the rabbis in Jerusalem, not the learned scholars there, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the lawyers in Jerusalem. No, but to these humble shepherds who were nobodies. And yet, out of these nobodies, God was going to make them into somebody. Someone once said, do you know what? I'm just a nobody telling everybody about somebody who can save anybody. That's God. Isn't he wonderful? God has chosen us. God chose you and I to tell people about this. Somebody that you and I know is Jesus our Lord. The shepherds, heard and the, she- uh, the, the good news and the angels said fear not or don't be afraid which is a present imperative so stop fearing stop fearing you're fearing but stop fearing for behold which is a demonstrative particle and prepares you for that which follows for behold I bring you what Sad news, bad news, no, good news of great joy, mega joy, which shall be to all the people, to everyone. Now you and I have this wonderful gospel message to tell people about Jesus. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, that is Bethlehem, a saviour, Who is Christ the Lord? And this shall be a sign to you. Shall go and find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes or strips of cloth and lying in a manger. Wow. But there's a lot in there. You can think, oh, and all of a sudden, following that, the heavens broke open with the sound of praise and acclamation and anthem doxology of glory to God in the highest glory in excelsis Deo glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men whom his favor rests or with whom he is well pleased or with whom he is pleased now that is amazing how wonderful the christmas message heralded to us by the angel and then with this chorus of all the the myriads of angels to share the good news to these shepherds god knew these shepherds are going to take the take the message and they're going to go and find jesus but god was leading them all the way Now, what did the shepherds do with the message did they just think back hey you know that was a pretty that was quite a revelation wasn't it yeah what do you think yeah do you see do you hear what i just yeah 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 and then just leave it no they weren't blase about it and that's the beautiful thing when jesus christ comes into your heart and life you don't have to say hey will you do something no because it's love you know when you really love someone You don't have to say will you try and love me no it's just automatic isn't it you just love the person for who they are with their warts and whatever and all you just love them for who they are and that's the beauty about when the Word of God captures your your inside your heart it becomes internalized and you've got to share the good news with everyone And nothing can stop you now you might say but I'm not I'm so scared I don't know what to say well sometimes it's just as you know if you all know actions speak louder than words well maybe by your actions people will see but don't just stop there because remember, Paul said in Philippians 4 13 that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, all things means, underline, underscore all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He strengthens me and helps me to be a witness for Him in your practice as a teacher with your students as a student at college university wherever you are God will help you and give you the strength to be a light that shines for him so over hill and vale they went and they came and what did they find an empty stall no they came they found mary and joseph and the babe lying in and there's the definite article the manger just as it was told them and what do they do with the proclamation do they 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 then go and share it with everyone and you read that a lot of people marveled at the things that the shepherds or wondered at the things that the Shepherd had said a lot of people are going to marvel and wonder about the change in your life when you share with them do you know what Um, you're different And I've had people say to me, Dan, Daniel, you're different. What happened? Oh, what a wonderful opportunity for you, for me. I just shared with them. Well, I said, it's not me. I can't change myself. I couldn't change myself. But somebody has, who's come into my life, and he's changed me, and it's all here. Here's the message. Jesus came into this world. Remember what Joseph was about to do when he found out that Mary was pregnant and she must have told him, Joseph, you won't believe this, but an angel came to me and said that I will be having a baby, but not by... The sperm of man, the seed of man, but I will be impregnated by the power of the Holy Spirit, who will overshadow me, come upon me, and the Holy One, that it will be born in my womb, is to be called the Son of God, the Son of the Higher. So, oh, wow! You could, you can't, you think of another porky to come up with rather than something like that, but then. The angel visits Joseph and in Matthew chapter 1 verse 20 he says, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take to you Mary your wife for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus, Yeshua. Jesus is salvation for he will save his people from their sins the message the gospel friends it's a person the gospel is a person it's jesus christ he's the one who is the way the truth and the life so the shepherds tell everyone the things that they had heard and the things that they had seen and we read that mary did what mary treasured them it's in the imperfect tense she treasured them which means she kept going back to what she had heard what she had seen wow my time with elizabeth and what the angel said to me this is all so wonderful and she kept treasuring them and pondering them mulling them over drawing conclusions from what she had experienced and what she had heard. Mary, what a beautiful mother. And yet, as Simeon told her at the dedication of this little one in the temple, that a sword will pierce her soul too. And when we, you go to the cross and Jesus is hanging on the cross, he's naked, he's covered in blood, He's in agony and he looks from the cross down to his mother and he says to her in John chapter 19 verse 26, he says, woman, behold your son. Now, it sounds derogatory, woman, but it's not. It's, it's a term of endearment woman behold your son how that must have plagued her heart wow this beautiful little baby that I had this special unique one that has come into this world and here he is dying suffering she didn't know she didn't understand that this was God's plan of redemption but on the third day what happened on the third day, Jesus rose again from the dead. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? The grave couldn't stop Jesus from coming out. He arose in power and victory and the people saw him. The women, Mary Magdalene, the first eyewitness of Jesus, saw him. And then the other ladies and Mary, the mother of Jesus, I'm sure would have heard the news as well. On that first day Psalm 30 verse 5 the weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning Wow that morning changed everything you see the Jesus we worship dear friends is not just the Jesus in the manger it's the Jesus who grew up and incidentally he had a number of other half brothers and sisters and you can read about that mark chapter 6 verse 3 he had four other half brothers and two other at least two other half sisters we don't know how many it's just in the plural but at the age of 30 jesus went on to begin his ministry so it's from the cradle to the cross from the cross to the grave from the grave to the sky and dear friends one day He's coming back again to take all his people home and that's wonderful that is the best news that you and I have to tell people as we look at the world today we can say look this world is not our home we're just pilgrims here we're just passing through you know when you're at the airport transit transit passengers this is your final boarding call for all transit passengers. You hear that? <laughs> Please proceed to gate such and such. Friends, our final boarding call will come when we hear the voice from heaven above. There's, the Bible says that there will be a shout from on high and the voice of the trumpet, and of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together that's with all those that have died earlier all God's people and caught up together to be with him forever friends that in a nutshell is the gospel of Jesus Christ so let's take that wonderful message and share it with others around us we have the good news of Jesus Christ, He has come into this world. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. My mum used to sing a song, and the lyrics go like this Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan! Oh, the grace that brought it down to man! Oh, the mighty gulf that God did span! At Calvary mercy there was great and grace was free pardon there was multiplied to me there my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. Let's not stop at the let's not just stop at Bethlehem let's move on to Calvary. there he died for you and me. He was buried he rose again, sent it up to heaven and he's coming back again soon. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this Christmas account, Lord, that you've given to us. We praise you and thank you that you have broken through into this cosmos with this wonderful message. We thank you for the angels that heralded it. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you came to die for our sins. For God so loved the world. Thank you for your great love for us. And Father, we pray that uh, with this message, that we'll go around and share it to so many others, boys and girls and men and women, that they too might hear the good news of Christmas. That many more people would be brought into the kingdom of God To God be the glory, great things he hath done. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into this world. Thank you, Jesus, for sending your Holy Spirit into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen.